Hey there, friends. It's Jacinda. Hi. There's a fan blowing in the background and it has to stay on because the AC is a little too loud uh, and it's hot. It's hot here. It's like right now, 85 degrees and it is 7 p.m. One minute away from 7 p.m. Um, and the days have been 95 and 96 and uh, Haizung is like, it's like a concrete jungle. It's like we're not on the coast, you know? So the heat is just felt differently, felt differently here, you know? Um, but I wanted to make a video, in spite of all that, I wanted to make a video talking about a thing I did. Uh, and the reason is number one, hello, right? Like I'm alive, here we go, little update. And then number two, um, it was just a great opportunity for reflection. On top of the reflection that I do, all the time um, and here's the setup so there were two holidays national holidays here that fell back to back uh, one was a uh, liberation and reunification day and that was April 30th and the other um, holiday was International Labor Day which was May 1st and the way it fell um, it allowed me to have essentially like four days off in a row and I thought, ooh, I need to do something with this. And I have not traveled back to Da Nang since moving away. And I miss the beach. I miss um, that coastal community. I miss the friends that I made there. So I said, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna go to Da Nang. And um, I love experiences, right? So a couple of friends, so I have friends in Da Nang, I have friends in another neighbor, like nearby city, Hoi An, and then friends, Two of my friends live in Tom Key, which is another like smaller, smaller city that is an hour and a half south of Da Nang, also along the coast. And I was like, I'm gonna fly into Da Nang, I'm gonna rent a bike, and I'm just gonna go on a road trip. That's it, like, let's go, right? And the road trip, I mean, it's so easy to navigate, right? Because it's essentially just a straight line. Just straight line down and then, oh, let me turn off to this first city. Okay, get back on the road. Uh, oh, let me turn off to this third city. You know, so simple. And um, I did it. And just the way that the universe works, it worked out super well. Um, my, a good friend, someone who's just, uh, just a beautiful human, uh, she offered her apartment to me. She said, you know, hey, you can just stay in my place, right? So she, um, she hid the keys and I found the keys and uh, had a nice place to stay. She loaned me her bike so I didn't have to rent. It was just the sweetest situation. Like, thank you, thank you, right? Um, so my first thing though, I love adventures. I love adventures because it is, um, that's like my classroom. That's like where I like learn about like really important life skills type stuff. And um, so baked into this whole, you know, first time, you know, doing like a road trip alone, right? Like on my, on a motorbike, you know, on the, along the coast or whatever, um, is I have luggage with me now. Like in the past, I have a backpack, it's on my back or I like straddle it around like the um, steering mechanism, you know, of my motorbike, no problem. But this time I had like, I had luggage, I had this. 
Yeah, I had this and I was like, ooh, we get to figure out how to strap this to the back of the motorbike. So I went down there, you know, flew to Da Nang and like, I didn't have anything. And um, I just had it in my mind that I was just gonna go visit uh, the rental spot that I frequented when I was living in Da Nang, right? Go there, give them the business. I really was very, very happy with how they treated me and just like their customer service and all of that. So I show up there and um, he remembers me, you know, uh, the owner does. And I, you know, say hello and basically just tell him what my situation is. And he's like, I have, I have. And then he comes back out with like these uh, two straps and um, he checks with me first. He's like, did you fill your gas tank up? And like I had checked, you know, the gauge and I was like, oh yeah, I'm good, it's full. And uh, he did what, what you know mechanics do he double checked the information given and my tank was absolutely empty because i had mistaken that initial gauge you know when you turn on the vehicle and the gauge goes all the way to f i mistook that for the actual fuel uh, as an indicator of like a full tank but no it was empty <laughs> if i just kept looking at it for like a few seconds more i would have seen it go down to e so he said go fill up the tank then come back so I did that and uh, so thankful, right? Just so thankful because you literally, I would have to undo the strapping in order to um, access my gas tank. So come back there and he uh, strapped the, he strapped the, the luggage on. He even checked the air tire pressure or whatever, the, 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 the tire pressure of my, of my wheels and all that. And just, just gave it a once over. This is not even a bike that he loans. This is my friend's bike, you know? So he just went, he just did. He did more than I even thought that he would. And uh, he would have done it for no charge, like for nothing. And that's evidenced by me handing him, you know, just a small thing, a small amount, and him kind of being hesitant to take it. And I'm like, no, no, no. It's just like, thank you. Like out of the blue, I came in and you helped me. And so, boom, there we go. We have like the luggage straddled, like straddled. We have it strapped to the... To the motorbike so which is cool so then i hit the road man and um i will tell you like the first little bit of reflection started seeping in you know as i'm traveling down um streets that i had traveled down before my friend lives in the same neighborhood that i used to live in um and just remembering who i was what I was feeling, what I was thinking those months ago, just being out there, um, really confused and very uncertain, very uh, anxious, very uncomfortable, um, very fearful, just not knowing, what am I doing? Like the judgment I was giving to myself and then like just the echoes, the echoes of, of really, really trying times. And then side by side, seeing how like I'm on I'm on this bike and I'm riding around. I remember being scared of traffic out here because it is not Western at all. Like it is wild. And um and now I'm the one, you know, like before I was the one doing okay, super slow, I'm by the curb, everyone go around me, and now I'm I'm passing by the indigenous people, you know, like like of the country. I'm just like blowing by them, like y'all going too slow, and it's wild. It's just like wow, look at that. 
that growth anyway you know like like of the country i'm just like blowing by them like y'all going too slow and it's wild it's just like wow look at that that growth i'm on this bike and i'm riding around i remember being scared of traffic out here because it is not western at all like it is wild anyway let's get on let's get on back with the journey so i i rolled down i rolled down the it wasn't exactly like a, a road <clears throat> alongside the coast it cut through some cities which is fine and actually the road that runs along along the coast is pretty bumpy it's like not well paved and it sounds like a super idyllic sort of experience the unpaved road the dirt road but those roads have pebbles and they have like dents and sometimes those roads get flooded during like the rainy season and what ends up happening is like you have like the water recedes um but then it's like there are these dips and all that stuff and it is not a fun go if you're ever on a stretch of road for longer than five minutes like it's not fun it is not fun you have to worry about the potential that your tire wheels may be punctured and i mean so cut through like this um less like beach you know along the beach route but kind of going through cities and i stopped and visited uh my friend fran who haven't seen her since january actually february we celebrated our birthdays together and i haven't done anything with that footage either i probably will get get to it and it was good to see her um and then that's where i met up with my other two friends that live in tom key bob and coco so i met bob and coco early on in my experience of with Vietnam um, and it's his story to tell but this dude is absolutely amazing like the, just his life story is very inspiring and very um, you can just you can just choose to pivot and evolve into whatever you want at any given time like there's nobody holding you back except the thoughts in your mind and it's good to see them. Coco's cool. Uh, just any, whatever. So we meet up there and then, uh, you know, we hit the road and we're on it and we're going. And, you know, I'm just like, I take in scenery. When I travel, you guys, I just, I'm just all eyes. I'm all eyeballs. That's it. I don't really too much want to talk. Even if I'm like on a plane or even like if, even if I'm like with other people and we're in a taxi and we're going through the city and I've never been there before, I'm just like in just observation mode. I don't have nothing to say because I'm looking, I'm seeing, I'm feeling, you know what I mean? Like that first time, right? That first time doing something, like I really like to just be all in. Like I don't want to filter nothing. I don't want to like have to like say things. Nope, I'm all in. So it was just a beautiful ride. And again, it wasn't next to the um, the actual ocean, but we're cutting through and just seeing like open expanse, like uh, rice fields, um, just, you know, nature, mountains. It's like a meditation. It was like a meditation for real. So get there and, you know, I stay at this place that Bob recommended I stay in a, in a smaller city right outside of Tom Key city's called Tom Tan and it's right on the beach so you know I get this room it's cute it's nice you know woke up that first morning like my view is the beach you know what I mean and it's one of those like it's one of those like uh well-worn type spots you know what I mean it's not you know five star blah you know like like none of this it's just like homey and comfortable and welcoming right 
loved it loved my time there so you know i woke up saw this ocean so nice it was so nice and the proprietors a woman named jenny and her partner but they run it they operate it and uh just a cool cool group of people so woke up that that first morning you know what i mean and i had a vegetarian banh mi so it was just like onions and tomatoes with like fried egg on top it was so yummy it was so good it was simple and tasty i really enjoyed it um had like uh i also had a an egg coffee which was really good super tasty as well um and then went into tom key and you know just went sightseeing sightseeing i literally just rode around right rode around looked at some spots and all of this just really just taking it all in and um bob was like hey there's this lake that i ride to let me show you the lake so i'm like cool let's go out to this lake um and we get out there and it's just gorgeous y'all it's beautiful it's man-made um and bob is like a historian he just reads information absorbs it and can just like spout out these facts so when i say he told me a lot of information about this lake but i didn't have a pen or a pencil handy so you're just not gonna get it from me but there are rice fields that are out there and and um there's this uh wood it's like wood forests like these forests that are grown specifically for the purpose of wood milling right but it was just just a really gorgeous time um what do i say about it the plant life ah oh, the clouds y'all i love the clouds um it was hot it was so hot my goodness I'm getting a little bit to it. I'm getting a little smart now, right? You know, um, I had purchased a UVA, UVB deflector jacket, right? They have those everywhere here. And uh, it's just a jacket you wear, okay? And um, it repels the sunlight. Like the UVA rays can't penetrate your skin or do anything. Um, and even has like little, little guard for your hands so you can get like your knuckles covered. It's just basically your fingers that are exposed. Um, but woo, it's actually not hot because you get it loose, right? Yeah, the jacket is loose. It's not fit to be form-fitting at all. So, you know, as you're on the bike motoring about, uh, the air is blowing through, excuse me, blowing through the jacket. So you stay relatively cool. Well, if you're just standing in one spot, of course you'll be hot. Um, like anybody standing with a t-shirt in one spot with that hot sun, you're going to be hot. Um, and that was cool. And then I had SPF 50 on the face. Uh, even though I had the mask going on, but you get some wicked tan lines out here, like crazy tan lines, just like the mask and like the forehead was exposed, but I had glasses on and my helmet, I didn't have the full gear, the full head helmet. I had like the, just like the little hat, the hat helmet. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, those, these tans are crazy. So, you know, as much as possible, try and keep my facial skin uniform, but you know, it is what it is. It was a really good time. It was so wonderful. And then on the way back, um we hung out more there was an evening where we just had libations and we just got tipsy and i talked nonsense uh i had gone to the restroom and then like started talking to my phone you know how that is you just record video of yourself and i was saying some nonsensical thing that i thought was super freaking deep 
uh, it's just like babble. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it was a good time. It was good to see them. Okay. So it was really good to see them. It was so wonderful to see them. Um, and now it's time for me to go, right? So May 3rd comes and my flight departs like at 11.59 p.m. So I have the whole day, the whole of May 3rd to do exactly what I want to do, whatever that is. Um, so I had to go and get a massage because the best massage that I have had in my Southeast Asian experience is here in Vietnam at a lovely place called Herbal Spa Da Nang. Highly recommend it to those of you who travel to this region. Um, they're phenomenal, they're professional, it's quality, and they're running crazy good prices right now because of the pandemic. So two, two hour massage right now is like 20 US dollars. And I mean, it's this is something that, I mean, you know, 180 US dollars easily just what they do and how they perform so I had scheduled that for myself at 4 p.m. 4 to 6 so I could have that nice little situation um, and then I had envisioned myself kind of sleeping <clears throat> like being in that really zen state and coming back home and just or going back to my friend's apartment and just sleeping you know just relaxing um, and so that's what I did I got on the road um, Bob told me about another route that I could take that's closer to the coastline, but it's not the same like bumpy, pebbly road that people take that I did not want to take. Um, and so got onto that road and it was really simple. It was like I'm driving through um, these small little villages, right? Like just little villages. And so, you know, I got some footage of that. Uh, but again, like these first time experiences, I'm always all in. My camera is somewhere in my back pocket, in my luggage, somewhere else, never in my back pocket. I don't know what I said that, but in my, <laughs> in my backpack or in my luggage, like I don't even think about it. It's just sensorily, I'm here. Let me smell, feel. That's the most significant thing for me. I need to feel these new experiences because that is how I learn the most about myself. Um, and so just beautiful and then got to denying and so this is where i want to insert like this reflection bit i don't even know how to say it without making it like 10 minutes but there's something about being returning to a place that holds so much like emotional real estate for you like I remember walking down the streets of my of the block that I lived on convinced that I was dying. And I I'm smiling right now. <laughs> One, it's like compulsory, and then two, it's like like it was really freaking heavy. Like to really think, oh, I'm pretty sure I'm dying. And no one's gonna be around to witness it. And the types of thoughts that that acceptance breeds in the mind yeah it's just wild and I remember you know just being so confused and um craving connection with with people that were physically in my environment the same the people that were physically going through this COVID thing in real time with me in this environment you know like of course i have my connections with my friends abroad but 
having that person right next to me that I could be like, yo, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> and had a connection, that conversation. And that was like, that led me down a lot of interesting paths in terms of, you know, connecting with folks that um, we just weren't matched well beyond the fact that we were both in COVID together. And like, that it does just there's memories of that you know in Denong as well just a lot of fear and a lot of uncertainty and being just kind of afraid and not knowing and not trusting and now it's like I'm 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 remembering this feeling right but then I compare it to how I feel now and like the best way I can describe it is um traffic in Vietnam absolutely scared of it when I first started uh when I first came here I was like, this looks like a recipe for uh, a return to the spirit world, like immediately. You know what I mean? Like, it just did not feel like, uh, I did not feel safe. Even watching the traffic, I was like, I don't feel safe, you know? Um, and, you know, being on my bike and being that person going like super slow as I'm hugging the curb. Like, all you guys go around me, please, you know? Um, and then the roundabouts. Oh, my goodness. Like, it just looked like it looked like chaos like how are y'all doing this thing whatever and now i'm you know i'm in denong and i'm like speeding past the slow people i'm speeding past the indigenous human beings of this country like y'all going too slow for me it's like you know in michigan we drive right because you know automobiles whatever we used to drive and so i got my speed and i'm going and it's like you know you get to the roundabouts and it's just like a it's 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 just crazy because what happens is like you just get really really slow like the cars get really really slow and like this car is zooming then it slows down to allow you to pass but you never stop the car never stops you just keep going and like in the western world like you would stop this car would be like doo, 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 and then you go you do that here you done messed up the whole recipe like it's messed up you're creating accidents that's a side note but just kind of feeling that and seeing the growth in real time, like, wow. Like, wow. You know what I mean? Like, I'm going to pull upon this experience the next time I move to a new country. Like, I have, I know what it feels like. I know what it feels like for me to move to a new country in a pandemic. And I feel like this is the worst time to move to a new country, like in a pandemic. When I say worst, I mean the most challenging time. So I feel like it sets me up to be able to move anywhere where there's not like massive war and, and all of this with, with a mind full of solutions, more so than before, if that makes sense. Uh, but this is going on way too long. I'm gonna cut it, I'm gonna end it. I gotta figure out a way to gracefully end these things, but you know, it just kind of happened. So thanks for watching.